Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and we are so excited to have Angela with us tonight. Angela played basketball at Vanderbilt. And I am so jealous because she was even offered to play in the WNBA. Is that right? Or uh, when like the inaugural year of the league to sit on the bench, but I uh, I, I turned that down to go make money as an engineer instead. <laughs> but so I still any, love to play. Yeah, so she's a ridiculous basketball player. I actually met her at pickup women's basketball at the YMCA. Everybody wanted to be on her team because if you were on Angela's team, you would win. And Erin, you knew her before this too. How'd you know her? Um, Our daughters play volleyball together or played volleyball together a couple years ago and have stayed really good friends. And it was funny because somehow we made the connection that we both knew her separately. You from basketball, me from volleyball, not even through tennis, which is interesting. Because now here we are all playing tennis. Yes. And now, yes. Yeah, so Angela's playing tennis now. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the adjustment from basketball to tennis for you? Sure, sure. I think I should also say that, like, I'm six foot six, and that's why I was really good at basketball. <laughs> I feel like I Ridiculously that. good at basketball. Ridiculously <laughs> Which good. Which is at- why <laughs> she's going to be a future partner in tennis because we're going to stick her at the net. Yes. yes. Could you imagine walking yeah. up? I mean, just the. Her yeah. wingspan. Her yeah. Wingspan. My standing reach is eight foot six. You put a racket on there and I, I'm hard to lob over, I think. So, exactly. um. so we both want you as our partner. This uh-huh. is really to get you to become our doubles right. partner. Right. That's why we asked you here today. <laughs> well, I'm just like a big fangirl of the podcast oh. and just in tennis. Right. Like I've watched several friends uh, climb up the USTA ladder and just how much fun they've had. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of encouragement to come out and play. Uh, and I can also see that, you know, it's a lifetime sport. And so I'm, I'm I'm just all in. But with the uh, the basketball, I as I've started to take lessons the last few years, like I could tell I have this problem where I don't watch the ball. And Carolyn, I don't know, you like when we're taught to shoot basketball, your eyes are on the rim. Right. You never actually watch the ball go to the rim. And so I find myself always looking down the court. So mm-hmm. I got to like talk to myself, okay, watch the ball, watch the yeah. ball, watch yes. the ball. And it's so much smaller too. So you really do have to watch it. <laughs> yes. Right? And it takes a spinning. Spinning. <laughs> yeah very different but um definitely like the footwork and the like the little attention to detail that you have uh in all sports really to be successful like that kind of goes over so I love it when a coach says all right you need to put your foot this way or that way you know like those little things um really helps but as a fangirl, like I, <laughs> I've like had these, and I have to admit, like I'm the kind of person that wants to be good at something before I start. Yes. So I've like devoured all of your podcasts Yay. and I've like, you know, learned a lot from you guys. So thank you for that. But I had like a few more questions um, that I, you know, hope to get some answers for, for, cause I know there's a lot of newbies that are also learning. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them's like volleyball related that I'll shoot over to Aaron because we're volleyball moms together. So when we watch volleyball, like if the ball, looks like it's going out of bounds like the team or even the parents might yell out yeah everyone shouts out Out. yeah so you don't want the girls to hit it and so I find myself on the court when my partner like is maybe going for a ball that's going out I want to yell out 
But then that seems like that's breaking the rules because the other team may be thinking, or other partners, what other doubles might be thinking that I'm calling it before right. it even hit the ground. Right. So I don't want to break the the protocols. Yeah. So what do you guys yell when the ball's starting to go out? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, people actually get upset if you yell if you make any call at all before the ball has clearly landed people get really upset about that yes a little uptight sometimes <laughs> um so why we've done stuff like watch it yes right? i normally say watch it what watch do you it. say um i think i just say watch but i do say i don't actually make a call but sometimes either myself or someone that i'm playing with will say no like basically don't touch the you know but you can't say out unless you actually see it out. So a lot of times it'll just be like either watch it or, you know, no, or I guess we've kind of quietly said out without, without yes. saying without, the word out. Yes. Because so any other word except out. Because they can call a hindrance on you, right? I yeah. think. Or they can just get upset, especially even if you, even if the ball lands in, if you've said out because you think it's going to fly and the ball lands in and you continue to play it. It will usually mess someone on the other side up, and so they could call a hindrance easily. So, yeah, yeah it has to be anything other than out. I other guess. than the word out. Watch I just watch it. Watch it. Yeah, watch it. it. And a lot of times people say that, and the ball still lands in, and then you still continue to play. But as long as you haven't said that word, I guess, out, oh, then okay. you can. Because a lot of times people say, watch it, and then it's like three feet in, and then you got to just keep playing. <laughs> yeah. Like a good topspin ball or something is going right. to land in a lot of times. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a good question, though. And that is kind of funny because, like, you think it's going out, but you're not allowed to say out. And here's the thing. In volleyball, like, literally every one will scream. You're right. Parents, coaches, girls on the court. <laughs> and half the time, you know, it, sometimes they'll let it land and maybe it was like way in, but everybody goes, oh, well, we thought it was going to be out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll land right between someone. Yeah. You don't want to be the one that, that, that has shouted it. Yeah. 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 Well, I know like in basketball, there's some like unspoken rules. So if, especially like Karen, Carolyn and I would be playing pickup and maybe yeah. she's out warming up before the game starts and she's shooting three pointers and I'm under the basket when the ball, when she makes it, it would be rude for me to take the ball out of the net and go do my warm up. Oh yeah, that's right. It would be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like there's just this unspoken thing that as long as you're making shots, I should give the ball back to you and you can keep warming up. And then when you miss, it's my that's turn, so you know, and I don't know where that came from but right. like I learned yes. it as a little kid yes. um, so I was wondering I, I feel like there's a lot of unspoken protocols and things yes. in tennis and so I don't know if you guys can share any of those that come to mind or even if it's just like how do you warm up in yes tennis? warm up there are unspoken I was playing this morning knowing that we were going to record today and I was playing against our friend Teresa and I was thinking this is weird like who came up with this rule or not rule, but like idea of this is the way to warm up. But I did think about something and I told Carolyn, I could actually Google it and find out, but it's more interesting just to like throw out our own theories. <laughs> Again, we are not experts. Right. Yeah. That's the whole point, <laughs> point of our of podcast yeah. is it's really just our opinions, but, um, uh, and there's tons of other podcasts with actual like pros that know everything. No, this is what we think. <laughs> <laughs> but I think someone came up with it at the beginning of time because it's really about hand eye coordination, right? So you just, you start up close. We call it baby tennis. Yes. I don't know. I'm sure not everybody calls it that, but you know, and you just kind of hit the ball back and forth. Like at the service line. At the okay. service line. Yeah. So like, yeah, start up close to the net and just hit it over. I've actually um, taken clinics from a pro who um, 
likes to warm up that way, but does not let the ball hit the ground. So you're literally just volleying. Oh, interesting. And it's a really good way to warm up okay. because it really gets your feet moving. Because I don't think baby tennis, you can kind of like eh, not move and sort of hit the ball. But when you're volleying, you really do have to move a little bit more. So I think part of it's that. Then the next step, it seems to be like, you know, you do a few minutes up at the net. And then you're like, are you done? Are we done with this? Yes. Let's move back and do ground strokes, right? Yes. Then you hit a couple serves and then, you know, whatever. Now that part of it, hitting baseline shots and then serves, and I guess maybe some volleys and some overheads or whatever, that is sort of, I'm sure, a plan of warm up because all the pros even do that. They don't do baby tennis. Interesting. They don't. I've never seen. No, no, no. They oh, always start at the baseline. Interesting. But they're pros and they've already warmed up with their team all morning. Oh, okay. So they don't need to do that. So okay. they start right away baseline and they only have five minutes. Just like if we go to States, you, like you have a five minute warm up. So it's hit from the baseline. One person comes up, right? You and take feed, volleys. Yeah, and takes volleys. Then they take a few overheads. Then they move back. The other person does that. Hit a, hit a few uh, serves yes, each, each. And then start. And then you start. Yeah. In USTA matches, though, do you want to talk about like 15 to 30 minute warm up sometimes? Oh, yeah. So, We're not usually that rushed yeah. for USTA matches. Yeah. And I hate when there's long warm ups. Like you've already warmed up with your team. Yes. And then you meet the person you're going to play. And then they're like, let's, let's hit the fuzz off the mall. They always say no. that. Yeah. They always want to warm up more. And then you go through the same process yes. over again. But sometimes, I mean, it's amazing how long people want to warm up. Yeah. And I'm just someone that likes a short warm-up, especially if I'm playing singles. singles I'm going to sure. be out there all day for hours. I want the warm-up to be quick, yeah. but it's kind of, it's a weird process. It is. It is. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But yeah, there is a little bit of difference between like warming up for USC matches where you get 15, 20, 30 minutes as opposed to like states, at states where, where it's, it's literally five minutes. You boom, boom, uh, get assigned to your court. They say, here's your balls. Go out to your court. You have a five minute warm up. And they literally walk around and say, all right, three minutes, two minutes, whatever. Um, but there is that weird unspoken, like, let's start close at the net and then let's move back. And some of it makes sense, but a lot of it doesn't. I think it's just what people have done over the years. You know, yeah. do you, yeah, when helpful. you play quads, do you do that? We start Warm with the baby up, tennis. And, and you yeah. just wondered why you were doing it. <laughs> it's I would just do what everyone yes. else was doing. I'm trying yes. to fit in. Yes. And there are, I think there's a lot in tennis that's just kind of weird. Like even the scoring in tennis oh, yeah. doesn't make sense no to sense. me. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask this. Some, yes. some people say five and some say 15. Yeah. Which one am I supposed to say to sound cool like I know what I'm doing? <laughs> what do you say, Aaron? I was going to say, do you want me to take that? Because I'll tell you what, when I started... I didn't really know how to score, but I knew if you were a tennis player, you scored it love 15, 30, 40, right? And then do Sanad and all that stuff. But when I started playing, people were saying five or yeah, five, three, yes. five for 15, three for 30. What do you say for four? Nobody says four. I guess you just say do. Uh, but I, I said 40, 30. Yeah. Or four, three. I four, guess you three. do. You do yes. say a four. Um, and I wondered the same thing. I'm like, what are these? It's already confusing enough. And now they've changed yes. it to something else. Yes. Um, I think it was just, I, I don't want to say out of laziness or it's like texting nowadays. You know, sometimes you text R U like the letter R, the letter <laughs> yes, U yes. on your way or whatever. Like, I feel like it's kind of become that. And so what I do, this is really funny. Sometimes out, depending on who I'm playing, like if I'm playing someone that I feel like has played forever, like just out of respect, I say it correctly. Really? If it's like more like a millennial, I'll say four, three or five, three or whatever the score is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so I do both. I do both as yeah. well. And I was thinking about it. I call five love, but then I'll say 3015. So <laughs> just to confuse I just, someone. I, I just didn't realize that I do both. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I never thought about it until you asked that question that I do both. I mix it up too based on superstition. Just because really? I'm superstitious about sports, right? You are. So sometimes she knows. <laughs> like I make everybody sit in the same seat at volleyball. Like if they've won a set, I'm like, nobody move, you know. But sometimes I do. Like if I'm winning a game and I've called it, you know, 15, if I've called it the traditional way of like correctly saying the full 15 or 30 or 40 and I'm winning, then I'll just keep doing it that way. If I don't, I might switch it up and say, you know what? Now it's 5-3 instead of 15-30. And I've even never even noticed what people have oh, called. I like I've never it. even yeah. noticed it. So that's interesting. Yeah. That you did. Jim. I noticed it when I early on. I was like, what are these people doing? It's already confusing enough. Now I have to learn more numbers. Like the number's 15. It's yeah. not five. Yeah. But good question. That is a good question. Yeah. I never thought of before. I think yeah. it's just a, a new age, I don't know. Okay. Somebody. All right. So if I say 15, somebody, everybody's going to think I'm old, possibly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm okay, good with yeah, that. That's yeah. good. Thanks very much to Angela for being on the podcast. We actually have a part two to this episode because Angela had so many great questions. If you would like to see a picture of Angela and her incredible wingspan, please check out our website, which is secondsurfpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be. 